What's up, y'all? Welcome to Carolina Takedown Talk, episode 16, and we are back. I am Ryan Mitchell. This is Rhett Hoy. Man, we're back after a quick hiatus. Quick hiatus. You know, it was a bad time to take it, you know, but... I got married. Sorry. Had a little school stuff going on my way, so... But we're back. Welcome to Carolina Takedown Talk. We're excited to be here. Uh, We're a podcast that's presented to you by... Carolina's Matt News, Mr. Frank Smithwick, leading the way for North Carolina and South Carolina wrestling coverage. For sure. Um, we're also brought to you by Village Coach and Recruiting, um, Hannah Sewell. Guys, if you want to wrestle in college, if you are a coach, if you are a parent, or if you are an athlete and you want to wrestle in college, or if you're a coach or, or parent and you want your athlete to wrestle in college, send them to Tanner Sewell. He is going to help you find the perfect fit for you to go wrestle in college. All right. It does not have to stop in high school. Wrestling is an amazing sport. All right. It doesn't matter if you want to go wrestle club, NAIA, JUCO, D3, D2, D1, whatever it is, Tanner's going to help you find the perfect fit and find your spot that you can keep on chasing your dreams and wrestling. And we're looking for more sponsors. So if you want to sponsor our podcast, uh, get your name mentioned before we get going on the content. Then uh, holler at us, send us a DM on Instagram. Yeah, or shoot us an email at uh, carolinatakedowntalk at gmail.com. Yep, and uh, make sure to like and subscribe our YouTube channel and turn those notifications on so you know when we're dropping different videos, like the Whiteboard Wars, the one we just dropped. That was uh, And if you haven't fun, checked that out, fun. check it out. We broke down the fantasy matchup of Huff and Ford. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, I made Brian literally leave – uh, the show for a few minutes with a pick that I had. Uh, I had two pretty shocking picks on that one that I'm probably going to catch a lot of heat for by the time you guys see this. Um, I guess we can talk about it. You know, I did take uh, Sanders over Clark with a pin, and I said that four would not get a stick. He, they won. Didn't even give the guy a bonus. They didn't even get a bonus. They didn't get a bonus. Yeah. yeah. So it is what it is. Um, guess what? It's a fantasy matchup. So, uh, we can make those picks, but now let's talk, some let's talk about some real life, um, some results, some state yeah. permit info. Um, let's now get gonna, into it. We're going to run down some results that we've kind of missed since we've been away. Um, we're going to kind of try to do that quick because Brett and I, our big plan for this episode is we want to go 1A through 4A every single region and talk about big storylines, big matchups to watch for in each region going to be a long one. Buckle up. Let's have some fun and talk some wrestling, Rat. Let's do this. So before we get really fired up, um, we got the girls' state tournament uh, info coming up next weekend. So if you're looking to wrestle in that or check that out as a spectator, uh, it is at Glen High School, right? Right outside of Winston-Salem there. Uh, Just like our uh, high school boys' uh, state tournament, there are no wrestlebacks. Sadly. It sucks. It is what it is. We said our piece. We we tried. Thank you for everyone who, uh, you know, I know that there was a big petition that got put out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was just a little too late for them to want to go back and change it. I'm not going to say it was too late to change it because I still think we could. Um, But it is what it is, and we're here, and we're going to make the best of it, and uh, we're going to have a great great state tournament. You know, it makes it a little bit tougher for us on on some content. I know it's a little bit selfish – 
you know, for us to talk about. But um, it, it, it is tough because now we're going to be split up into three different high schools for a state tournament. Yeah. It's, um, you know, of course, I'm going to be coaching in one of them. Yeah, so. and, uh, Jason Fulmore and I were kind of talking about how awesome it was going to be for the three of us to be in the same place at the same time. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. And I'd tape our athletes, but the wrestlebacks, I don't want to get into it and get all fired up again. So I can yeah. go on a 30 minute rant about that. But the girls' state tournament next weekend, June 29th, nope, 20, June 19th, or to June 19th, June 19th, not 29th, June 19th. 2021 yep. weigh-ins are at 8 a.m. Competition begins at 10 a.m. And that is again at Glen High School. Girls get out there and wrestle. Right. The price for that is $8. I know we got a question about just information about yeah. the girls invitational. And um, if you if you want to find out where we're finding that from, it is I hate to plug them, but it's in nchsaa.org um, slash sports slash wrestling. And that's where all the, the women's invitational um information as the individual for regionals and for the state tournament for locations and uh different times on that so there's that you know we already talked about the wrestlebacks um they didn't come back really fast for state uh the 1a and 4a venue which i don't really think it makes sense it kind of contradicts what what we're doing here of not yeah, letting us have it at the state at the coliseum i don't want to get into it um but 1a and 4a is going to be at the same venue it's going to be at glenn high school um and then 2A is going to be at Wheatmore High School. And then 3A is going to be at East Guilford High School. Um, all yeah. of those weigh-ins, all the weigh-in times are going to be on there. Uh, you know, but one thing, I'm, one thing I'm excited for, though, is from what I understand, we're going to be sending four kids from each region. Yeah. And yeah. I know 2A, 3A, 4A is. Um, I'm not sure on 1A. I don't know if they have the same amount of kids. Yeah. Um, uh, um, I haven't checked into 1A. but And as far as, like, coverage goes, Frank will be at 1. I think uh, Joy Tops is going to help us out and be at 3A. I'm not sure uh, which one Jason and I will be at, if we'll be at 7-1, same one. We haven't yeah. really um, – If you'd like to be a contributor. Um, yeah, if you want to do contribution. If you want to help us out. Get some hey, – Frank, especially this year with it being in four separate locations. I originally, yeah. when I – heard it come through that it was going to be at separate locations was going to try to bounce from one location to another, but I just don't think, I think I'm going to miss too much. Going too that way. Out. Yeah. I might be better off just picking one and sticking with it. Yeah. So we'll see which one I'm at. Um, try to make sure you guys know that on social media and stuff, what, which one I'm at, but all right, Red, let's, let's talk results that we missed here. Uh, so one that we didn't get to talk about in our last episode, just because, we hadn't heard the result, uh, but Frank sent us the video. We got to see it. Yeah. And we were big. We are, I don't say were, we are big fans of Aiden Mayer, and he's had an incredible season. But Carson Floyd, a late Norman, put it on him. Yeah. It, it was, Floyd really showed us how dominant he was. Yes, he and, is in that match. We talked off air about how we just thought Floyd, and I think we made that pick even on air. That Carson Floyd's kind of a tier above right now. I yeah. went on record pitch him to win at 220. Now at 195, I'm going to talk about later a little bit in the regional stuff. I he's the favorite to me by far. 100. Um. So and then some some team uh, results is uh that we that we missed was Cardinal Givens over West Forsyth, um, Lumberton over West Forsyth. Uh, big shout out to Teague Little. You know he always likes to. To keep us uh keep us honest. Keep us on keep us honest. And a big I'm gonna call it upset. Yeah. Quintez Shipman knocks knocks off Mayher in overtime. I mean um, the 
Mayhurst beat two state champs this yeah. and beat the defending state champ at 195. 100%. And then, but Quintez Shipman showing he's right there in the thick of things. Maybe yeah. he's the challenger for Floyd for the Maybe title. he's a dark horse there. It's going to um, be interesting with all Big shout them. out to you, Quintez. And uh, yeah. like so I said, again to you, again to you, Little, and, and that staff out there, um, you know, we love you guys. We're, we're, uh, we're big fans here. Um, and then, you know, two big teams. Yeah, defending state champs. Defending state champs, 3A. Uh, my Inca Jets, my boys. And Fred T. Ford, Ford going and uh, taking to Inca a little bit. Ford put it on, y'all, just a little bit, you know. They're a tough um, team. They're a tough team, but the big like we said, you know. Yeah, they're, they're really good. If, like Rhett said, check out that whiteboard war we kind of talked through and just the depth that Ford has is what really is setting them apart right now. Um, but the big individual result there was your boy Tony Torres beating uh, state runner-up Zane Burchett. And, man, I, I we talk, we've talked since pretty much episode three about how – Tony Torres, I'm a big fan of him now, just based off the interview you did with him yeah. after practice and um, just the caliber of kid yeah. he is. So one, I'm, one of my favorite kids that I've ever coached. Yeah. So I'm excited for uh, to watch him over the next week and a half. And yeah, see what he can do. I'm excited. Um, you know, it, he's peaking. Um, that's a big win right there over Burchett. I mean, that's a huge, that's huge a huge win. Um, shout out to you, Tony. That's massive. Um, another. Another update there is uh yeah as North North Henderson, Henderson coming over to Inca and they beat him in the you beat y'all in the duel they beat y'all the tournament Coach Knock and Coach Oi had those boys they put it together man to yeah um, and that's one thing that I love about them um you know we are we are conference rivals we yeah, are yeah, yeah. regional rivals you know um I think from where we're shooting this episode right now North Henderson might be ten minutes away um you know so so we're very close to them but. Oi and Knock know how to get their guys ready to wrestle, and they are led by the workhorse, the behemoth, the monster, yeah, Tristan Norris. Who um, was that 220? Yeah, now, so kinda, that's the question. That's I why I kind of want to talk about it a little bit here. I kind of had heard that he is coming down at 220. The reason is, is people were forfeiting to him at 285, and he couldn't go around. So he, he got down a little bit in his weight. He was a little closer to 220, and um, – he was tired of being for him. He was ready to wrestle. He didn't want to be forfeited too. So do you think? Do you think he down, stays there for regionals and state? I think that his weight's good enough to stay down at two twenty. So I think we see him at two twenty um, for regionals and state. Um, but he he wanted to wrestle, guys. So he went to two twenty. He was going to wrestle two twenty or two eighty five. Yeah, wherever he can get a match. Big he, shout out to so you, Tristan. I like that. I'm Italian. Hey, I'm rocking the um, yellow jackets wrestling shirt today, which is North Henderson's. Uh, youth club where they have all their elementary school kids at. So yeah. shout out to Oyer Knock for a great job they do running that. Coach club. Williams. Yeah, Coach, Coach Williams. Williams. Yeah, I yeah, love him there. You're the man. You're the man. So the we talked about Ford and how we did that whiteboard war. It's the other half of that equation. Huff with a you called it the try of the year. Tell tell me another try that's bigger yeah. than it right now. Hey, I don't think there I mean, was one. That's, it was it's massive at the time. Great. Orange was undefeated. Yeah, Huff was undefeated. Um, Mooresville had one loss. Mooresville had one loss. Mm-hmm. So three perennial powerhouses now. I mean, because yeah. Huff has now established themselves as a powerhouse. Yeah, in my eyes. Oh, a for a, sure. A for a made that powerhouse. Out. I agree. Um, Mooresville coach Watson. You know, it, he does things the, the right way. Um, and then Orange. You know, we can go back to, to the nineties. Yeah, uh, uh, I've seen the black and orange crowd. 
um, that last year was the first year Orange didn't have a state placer since 1988. Yeah. And it looks like that um, might be changing, you know. So they're getting back on track here. I think this year, not yeah. sure if they'll get it in to get it done with just kind of how crazy the year is with no wrestleback stuff, but um definitely orange back on the rise i really like that program and how those kids wrestle yeah huff though just kind of a different level right yeah. now. yeah huff's just like like we say about individual kids you know huff is just they're on a different level you know there's there's levels to this mm-hmm. they uh they're a different level they took it to, to mooresville they took it to orange um in my opinion the try of the year yeah, right there awesome. um and frank said it not only was a try of the year he said he was texting Rhett and i and said that uh there was some North Carolina legends up in that building. Yeah. There are people everywhere that he was trying to get interviews from. Yeah. I know, uh, I know the coaches from UMO, um, coach Willis and coach Sewell, um, Alan Sewell, they were in the building, you know, they're, they're wanting, that's one thing I'm loving about UMO right now. I know that I taught the, in the past, I've talked about them a lot, especially in our college season, they've got some massive pickups, massive recruiting class. We'll cover that a little bit more in the off season. Um, You know, Right now we're going to focus on state, but but they were in the building watching, and I love seeing that. I love seeing our our schools in the state at local duels watching. You know, they're not just waiting and waiting for the state tournament and waiting for regionals to pop up and and watch a kid once. They're out recruiting. They saw that this is going to be one of the biggest matches yeah, in the state, the biggest match of the year, and they want to see how kids how kids reacted and how kids perform. And um, it. Shout out to you guys. Big props to UMO, Coach Willis, Coach Sewell. Yeah, I'm um, excited about getting their out. coming up. Yeah. I think they're going to be really good. They're going to be solid. They're going to be great. Speaking of surprises, yes. this is us right into some teams that maybe I or we, I'll, I'm going to take the more of the I here, overlooked this year coming into the year. I did not necessarily – I didn't necessarily – Kind of write them off or anything. I just kind of was focused on some yeah. other areas, other teams. So some teams that kind of jumped out at us that we didn't mention a whole lot is DH Conley. Probably, probably the most shocking of the year. Yeah, yeah. As far as like our perception, yes. At day one to now, our perception yes. now. Not that we didn't think it was, y'all were good. It's, yeah, nothing against you guys. It's no, just, it's uh, it's that we weren't on our we radar. Were on this tier, and you've yeah. shown us now you were on a way higher tier yeah. than we anticipated. They are twenty-one and zero. You've got our attention yes. now. Yeah, definitely. We know who DH Conley is. We will uh, be right watching all this season so for this I, championship uh, season. I, I wish we had a dual team tips yeah. to see where they can end up at that 3A classification. But DH Conley, congratulations on your 21-0 season. Looking forward to you, what you do over the next couple of weeks here. Um, Union Pines is another one. We knew Union Pines was good in the year, but yeah. they're on a different tier than we thought. And a whole different tier. They, uh, so not only did they knock off Pinecrest, mm-hmm. but this past Thursday they knocked off undefeated 4A powerhouse Laney High School yes, and that was at Laney High School. To the duel, so, so yeah, good. I mean, all year we've been talking about, you know, with Robbinsville, with Southeast Guilford, like we want the smoke, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of been our thing of, you know, and, and some people have kind of asked before, like, well, what does we want the smoke mean? That means we are ready to wrestle or, you know, a team is ready to wrestle anyone, any day, any place, whatever, you put us on the schedule, we will be Perfect. there. We just like Union Pines did that. They did not have to schedule no, that match with Laney High School, but you know what they said? 
they said, you know what? Huff's getting talked about as number one team in the state. Ford's getting talked about as number one team in the state. Avery's getting talked about. Where's the love for Union Pines? Yeah, they and they went to Laney and knocked off the 4A. I mean, one of the most probably one of the most historic programs in the state. Yeah, I'm going to throw it back to you know to UMOs, you know, coaches, school, and Willis too. We thought that Laney was kind of like on an island in the East this year, all classifications. So we thought that was the best team in the East. Yep, Union Pines goes out. And they said they proved us wrong. Yeah, I, I we really like teams and individuals that just seek out the best it. competition yeah. possible, wrestle the toughest teams, wrestle the toughest opponents. Yes, that's the kind of things we look for. So, Ian Pine, shout out to you guys. Um, Lumberton is another one, T yes. Little. Yeah. We were talking about him just a minute ago, he kept us honest. We kind of thought we knew they were good, but they proved this year based on their results. They're really good. Yeah, they're gonna be a they are a team to look for. Tournament. They are a team and, to look for right there. By that is a powerhouse that yeah. kind of slipped under the radar. Yep. And I think it's because of the fact that I mentioned just a few minutes ago. Orange had an undefeated year this year. Yeah, and up until they lost um, this the, the try. Now I don't know. I don't mean to take their. I don't mean to take any thunder from them, but I don't know if we had a full year if they keep yeah, that undefeated yeah. season. Uh, but not, massive but props. They uh, going undefeated in a COVID season this year. I think I think some people are kind of looking past it and saying, "Oh, well, y'all didn't wrestle anybody." They still had wrestled through a pandemic, right? They still had challenges. They still had a lot of different things to get through. Um, massive shout out to Orange going undefeated all the way up until they ran into the powerhouse of Huff. Yeah, and I I was impressed by the way they're building back up. Um, after mm-hmm. kind of just a quiet year last year. So, um, yeah, those are just some teams, just a couple teams that uh, impressed us yeah. uh, throughout the season this year in the dual season as we head into regionals and state tournaments. Yeah, and, uh, you know, one one quick shout-out. We You know, like we said, guys, we said, hey, send it in. Mm-hmm. If if you're a coach and you want one, you know, you think that one of your kids had a big win or if you're an athlete and you think you had a big win, whatever it is, yeah, you're a parent – I don't care. Like, I don't care who you are. We want to know because we want to, we want to um, give these kids the, the recognition they deserve. Um, so, you know, big props to, to Caden Ladd from Reagan High School. Um, picking up the fall was up 2 1 over uh, Colin Carlson from West Forsyth. Up 2 1, hits a spladle. Big fan favorite. Oh, yeah. um, knocks him off second period, man. Big shout out to you, got, you know, to you. Um, good luck this championship season. And, uh, you know, I think that's what we're going to navigate straight into here. Transition is uh, championship season. It's champ time. Man, it is championship season. It's uh, It's insane. It's my favorite wrestling season. This is normally February. Um, It's a little bit warmer. Cutting weights a little bit easier, I guess. Uh, I I used to say when I was coaching, like coaching you and other guys, mm -hmm. that it's money time. Right, yeah. it's the money time. Yeah. It's the time. Bryce Meredith, it's money season. Yeah, it's like the, it's the haze in the barn. Yep. It's time for the kids to go out and perform. Yeah, let's roll. We're gonna go down every region. Talk about. We're not gonna talk about every weight because we can. We, if we talk about every weight, we'd be a crowd. Well, you know, us guys, we, we're big we would talkers. Die. We would be here for twelve hours. Yeah. So we're gonna talk a little bit about different weights in the region, things to watch, just kind of maybe storylines, team wise. So let's start with 1A and work our way up. So we got 1A East, 106, probably the biggest storyline all last year. Probably the biggest name in the state. Probably the biggest name in the state right now. Yeah. Kevin Fitch 
I have not heard, speaking of which, just to kind of derail a second, where she's going to school yet. I want to know I haven't heard either. what her options are. So if uh, Adam Cox or, or Heaven, if you were listening, or Heaven's mom and dad, reach out to um, Rhett or I or Frank and kind of give us a hint about where where she's looking or if she's decided where she's going. Um, very interested to see where she ends up because I think she's big on the next level. Anyway, biggest name in the state. She's the Penn State champ. Yeah. She's going to do it again this year, guys. So she is the leader in the pack, obviously, of the 1A106 in the East region. I think it's just always worth a mention to get her in there. Uh, 113, though, is a little bit more of an interesting weight. We have number three, Tristan Hale from South Davidson, who's a former state qualifier last year. Number four, Sebastian Blay from Rosewood. And number five, Jack MacArthur from URA Charter. All in the same way. So we got three, four, and five in the East at one. Uh, 13. Now, Hale um, is currently undefeated, and he has a pin over uh, MacArthur, but Blay uh, is also undefeated, um, but he doesn't really have any notable wins as of right now. Um, so Hale's probably the favorite, but it's interesting to see 3-4-5 kind of in the same region there. Um, and then just right above, you have Logan Tor- uh, Tordell, um, third place last year wrestling, and he's number one in the state, number two in the state. Uh, is Ricardo Bustos from Almaro, and uh, he uh, he's got third of the state last year too. So yeah, one and two in the state um, wrestling at 120, and then bang right away another weight 126. I uh, got Timmy Freeze from South Davidson, Austin Kenny from Yara Charter, and William Kimball from Rosewood. So you have two, three, and four in the same weight. So the East. 106, Kevin Fitch all day. Yeah. Then you go next topic. Yeah, yeah. 113, 120, 126. You have a real close cluster of the yeah. top guys in there, which to be quite honest, I'm, I'm going to be very blunt and honest with you guys. 1A has been dominated by the West for since the inception. Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, other than Rosewood and URA Charter, it's been pretty evident that the West between Mitchell and Avery and West Wilkes. The West and, has ran 1A. And West has been the dominant 1A. Um, but rankings-wise, we got some interesting stuff going down here. With I don't think that changes this year either. I think the champ, more, you get more champs from the West. And I think we have wrestlebacks. We'd see more places than ever from the East, I think. If we had wrestlebacks. Um, if we yeah. had wrestlebacks. I agree. I think with the year. 132 ends up being no different with you have two, three, four, and five at the state. And now all mm. these rankings are coming from vncmat.com. The reason I chose to use those rankings instead of ranked wrestlers was because NCMAT is done by our local uh, North Carolina guys. Like mm-hmm. we have coaches and uh, contributors that are North Carolina people doing those rankings. And since we're a North Carolina podcast, right now are North Carolina guys. I want to support our North Carolina yeah. products here. So Cody Lawson kind of leads that pack from South Stokes. You have uh, um, Braden Reese, uh, Brandon Reese, excuse me, from Rosewood, Brian Lackey from URA Charters, then we're four guy, and Jaquarius uh, Caraway from South Stanley, who's a three-time state qualifier, so I can make it four here. Um, so that'll be an interesting little um, bracket there. Um, we're going to jump a couple late guys, just because uh, just the interesting comes down a little bit. I really like uh, 160 at 18 East. We got Doug Bolt, who's a Yari charter. Yeah. Uh, Hayden Waddell has been all over me and all over you on our uh, 
our Instagram stuff about we're Man. on your already charter. Hayden uh, Waddell believes in y'all. You are a charter. Yeah. You're a beast, Hayden. I like what you're doing at UMO. I've followed your high school career. I think you're great. I also think that uh, I'm not sleeping on your already charter. I know what they got. They're going to be great in the East. They don't, they're not going to beat Avery. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. Yeah. That's how Rhett feels. Prove us wrong. Yeah, I'm not afraid to be can. wrong. I just yeah. think that Avery's just got trust so, me. I'm not afraid so to be many wrong. bullets in the chamber this year. It's out of control. Um, so Doug Bowles is going to be your HR leading that pack with number four Johnny Dotson from South Stokes as a state qualifier, and uh, Ma- number five Matthew Pelter from Noose Charter, which is not a school you hear a bunch of guys coming out of. He is also in hey, that bracket. Shout so. out to you, Matt. Yeah, you know, be like that, that trailblazer, man. Be that trailblazer. Um, so at uh, 220, we got South Stanley's Tony Rogers. He's a state placer. Reason, uh, I think he's got a, a little bit ahead of the field, even though number three, Monte Hoffman Alvaro's there. Uh, I just think that he's yeah. a, the biggest challenger to Zach Vance on the west side. Right. So speaking of the 1A West, this is where Avery Robbinsville going to go down, but – you know what? We know we know about those teams. Let's talk about some of these other these other yeah. guys we got. Start off 106. We got Marco or Marcos. Man, I just keep on picking <laughs> the worst <laughs> names to read. Um Sagehan. Yeah. From right. Allegheny. Um yeah, he does have number two Luke Wilson from Robbinsville in his weight, who was in the files offset heaven fit. Tough one. Um tough one, but I think Allegheny getting the guy in there, um rebuilding up a little bit for yeah, from what, what, from what they used to be because they the got Allegheny was a powerhouse. They were, and then they they uh about three or four years ago were doing really well as well. Yep, kind of working through their cycle. So I think they're back on the up and up. And um, I like I like Marcos as well. So that was a good a good point out there. Number three in the state. Um, and then we have Hunter Fluff and Brady Buchanan at one thirteen. Hunter Fluff got third last year. And North uh, from North Stokes and Cherryville, uh, Brady Buchanan got fourth last year. So two two state placers in one weight is always notable. We can't leave out, dude. I know Todd Odom like loves this kid, and I, I can't help but uh, start feeling the same way. Jade Noel, number one in the state, state run up two years ago, and we got. We got the Avery crew coming up, guys. We know we have Ethan Shell at 132. We know we have Jonah Hayes kind of leading the pack at 138. Yeah. But that 145 bracket. Allegheny, got, Allegheny's back. Yeah. Number one, Riley Pruitt. He's a state qualifier last Ranked year. Ranked over returning state champ, Franklin Bennett from Mount Airy. Yes. Jacob yes. Frijay, uh, part of that coaching staff. I believe he's still over there. Um Former, I think he was the East Surrey or West Surrey. I don't remember exactly which one the Sorry about that, Free Jay. But uh, they're they're building up Mount Airy again, you know. Yeah. Um, so especially in their like midweights, Mount Airy kind of they start popping up again, you yeah, know. Oh yeah, these two weights back to back. Pruitt giving that getting the wind over Bennett and sudden victory. Yeah. Um, to put himself number one rank, so the rematch coming at regionals, and then so uh, Pruitt's teammate Connor Medvar. Man, actually, I don't know if you remember this, but we were going through title contenders um, all the way back in the beginning of our episodes. I think it was like episode five or six. And Connor actually messaged us and was like, hey, why did you not message me as a title contender? I I was third. I beat this kid that you guys even mentioned. 
And Rhett texted me about it. He, he sent me, he's like, hey, what do you think about this? Um, I was like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. Yeah. Like, we messed that one yeah. up. And yeah. I, we shout out to him. you, man. Um, like, we messaged him back, I think, and said, like, hey, we just missed you and we're sorry, but you're right. Yeah. Right. So and, and he's proved us yeah, and, and he proved himself right. He's proved himself right. He was right then. He's right now. So yeah. Connor Medvar kind of kind of lead the way. Now this the guy that's gonna challenge him. He had a win over last year, but Tristan Adams from Avery. Yeah, he was one of my guys that's kind of a hey, watch out for this guy coming into the year. Yeah. And he's he's proved me right, made me look kind of smart and, on that. And then of course we got the, the Avery boys Again, at 160, 170. Mm-hmm. Parker Blackledge. Yeah, Blackledge um, coming down to 170 after the can you was, blame yeah, him the for the 182 up. monster of Robbinsville? So that meant Stage Williams. Yeah, Cage Williams. I've talked about enough on the podcast. You guys know how I feel about him. Yeah. Seth Blackledge going down to 170, sends Dalton Toe up to 182. Blackledge is the new Kate favorite Williams. at 170. Yeah, Blackledge's favorite at 170. Yeah. He did take a weird loss to uh, a Polk County kid um, a couple weeks ago, but he avenged that loss um, rec- like the conference. Yeah, conference or two few nights ago. ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of a weird loss, something to watch. But definitely, I still think the favorite at 70. and um Cade Williams favorite at 182 Dalton Toe was a state runner up last yeah. year but doesn't um, touch Cade Williams dominated him in the offseason yeah. so um and then 195 uh someone to watch Kyle thinks the favorite but watch out for Wade Turner from Thomas Jefferson he was fourth last year put together yeah. a nice year this year shout out to coach Doc Holiday um out there at, at Thomas Jefferson you know always trying to build a program down there it's tough small school yeah small school down there Rutherford County um but big shout out to to you guys and, and to wade you know returning placer um hoping to hoping to get back to the tournament this year yeah definitely and then 220 zach vance we yeah. talked about him earlier in uh the podcast the one challenger i think yes is uh tony rogers in the yeah. east he's gonna i think roll through the 220 west and then what i'm really excited for in this tournament though mm-hmm. i think this Me is too. the best weight in the 1a west here is 285 from avery Levi Andrews, two-time yes. state champ, and C.J. Henderson from Elkin, who took third and then runner-up. They're in the same bracket here. Um, this is – see, this is where, for me, man, like, seeding is so massive. Yeah. Like, it's it's so insane. Like, seeding – and I haven't looked at these guys' schedule, or their schedules, their rankings, or their records. I'm sure they're both undefeated. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but – this is something that if they ran into each other in the uh, in the quarters there, we could have a, a state champ and a state runner-up, you know. Yeah. Possibly going down in the quarters. It's just one of those things. Um, so, hopefully, it's just going to be one of those things that, uh, that, that the seedings work out in all of these. And I think that – I think that goes for 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A. Man, seating is going to be so, so big this year. So big. It's going to be massive. Okay. I know the seating meeting uh, is uh, Sunday, um, at least for the 3A West. Um, seating is going to be important, especially that 6-3 and that 4-5. Yeah, so man, it's massive. It is, they, it is massive. We were talking to an official, a very prominent official yep. today, actually, and talking about how much pressure that quarter yeah. is going to we, we won't We won't drop his name yeah, just because – don't want to um, put him in the spotlight, but he was just saying that the pressure is real in that quarter match. Yeah, for them, he for the told athletes for yeah, the he told me that 
you know, every referee is coming into this regional tournament treating every match legitimately like it's a state title match because – and, I mean, of course, you you would hope that every referee treats every match yeah. like it's a state finals, yeah. just like you tell every athlete, hey, wrestle this like it's your last match, like it's a state finals match. But, you know, we talked about it, and he's had a big regional tournament this weekend, and it's one of those things where it's like, man – you guys have no room for error. Like I would like, look, I think that being an athlete, this, you know, coming up in regionals is always a stressful one, yeah. you know, because everyone's dream is to be a state champ, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of kids overlook this regional tournament. And that's where a lot of upsets happen is in those quarters, you know, it, just because kids are looking at that state championship picture and not looking at that at, you know, this week, Tuesday, you know, around probably 11 o'clock, I'd say, is where the quarter is going to go down, you know, that we might see a lot of upsets. Um, it's going to be interesting, like you said, especially that quarters round. Yeah, it's and, the new blood round. I mean, it, 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 what, is the, it is the it is the it, blood round. What makes it interesting, too, is that because of this COVID year and the restrictions that have been in place, uh, we're going to see a lot of undefeated kids. That's one of the things I noticed when I was going through all these track profiles there's a lot of kids that are undefeated um, that you just wouldn't expect. And a lot of kids with really good records that you might not expect. And that's yeah. not because their team didn't schedule anybody uh, or they couldn't schedule anybody. It's just how it worked out because of the lack of being able to schedule things. And so we're going to, we're going to see some four or five matchups that are going to be pretty are going to be heat. Like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, it is going to be awesome. So bumping up to two a, um, the two a East and, uh, you know, um, it is two your yes. home let me, region. Let me, let this me is yours. My, my school here. First flight. Take it away. Alumni, proud alumni. Take, take it away. Four. I'm really uh, interested in um, in this here because Reagan Riddick, 106. Be ready to a East. Is that breaking news there? Uh, no, she uh, she wrestled in a duel here um, on the 11th. That was at 106. So I don't think I'm breaking it unless you're not paying attention. But Reagan Riddick coming down 106. He's going to be problems for you, 2A, 106-pounders. So, heads up, be ready. Could, we see, t- could we see two? He's going to be problems. Could we see two female state champions after last year, the, it never being done before? Could we see it being done again? I think I think heaven does it again this year. Yes. So, so I think we're going to get one more. But there's, there's a couple kids that can are – Can Reagan win uh, that? There's a couple kids that are going to be really tough for Reagan to beat because of leg attacks, I feel like. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm a big Reagan Reddick fan. She'll bomb you. I've told, I've said that. Yep. She'll bomb yes. you. She gets a chance. Yes. But uh, I'm not sure about winning it, but she's going to be in the thick of things. Is what yeah. I'm going to say that. So, down to 106, um, which means first flight's live. is going to shift in down a little bit. And that uh, Jacob Krasiski um, coming down to 113 and Blake Austin down to 120. All three of those guys. Um, and, and Reagan, those guys and Reagan are going to be uh, problems. People to watch. First flight. First flight's going to put some people on notice. Put it together again. Yeah. I got another kid I'm going to talk about a little bit later. Um, 
I'm interested to see Blake Austin first flight versus uh, Walker Bell from West Craven at 120. Yeah. Sam Hodge, this is a kid that I, I hear a lot about from my first flight connections there. And then from, uh, from a couple other people, Sam Hodge, who's third last year, his only loss was to Kyle Monteperto in the state semis. Mm. Um, I had a coach in the area recently tell me Sam Hodge, 126 state champ. Book it. Ooh, I, I was he said, ready. book it. Yeah, he was ready to, to mm. nail it down. I, I think there's a couple kids out in the West that are, are going to disagree, but he's definitely one to watch. I think a great weight is checking out uh, 138 with Jeremiah Cannon from West Craven, Ethan Mills from Dixon, and Noah Walker from Curry Chuck. The same person who was telling me about Sam Hodge from Curry Chuck was like, hey, Noah Walker is legit. Like, make sure you guys uh, don't sleep on him. So, great weight at 138. I think the weight and matchup to watch, though, is at 182, another first flight kid, Milos Gargle. We talked about him yeah. a couple episodes ago. Um, he has really, the levels he's jumped, going from kind of like a middle-of-the-road kind of kid as a freshman to state placer last year to he is a legitimate finals contender across lane and floor, across from lane and four. And, man, I know there's uh, some belief coming from that side of the state that Man, he could challenge for a little bit. Um, I'm not so sure yet. I, I, I'll mm. see it, but I'll have to see I, how uh, how four is moving. Ex- I'm excited to see what uh, Milos can put together. But he's going to be wrestling Raheem Jones from North Pitt, and he kind of controlled Raheem last time they wrestled. But Raheem's a former big boarder, um, state port, state placers, a freshman, 182. So definitely a a good matchup to watch. Um, and then. Let's move to the West, man, out here. We've talked about it before. I think I mentioned it on the podcast. Maybe I wrote an article. The 2A West has been the most dominant region in the state, bar none. They've had like half, yeah. at almost half or half the state champs uh, in 2A for the last like six or seven years. Yeah, It's kind of absurd um, how many state champs and how many finals matchups are West versus West. I don't think we're going to see much of a difference in that this year. I'm no. telling you, they – we got number one versus number two right off the bat at one a uh, at a two a one hundred six. But Braden Mejia, we talked about him in our whiteboard war, which if you haven't checked it out, you should. Yep. Um, Braden Mejia from Ford, Buzzsaw against Riley Shaw, who's number two from West Wilkes. They met already, and Mejia went bonus on him. So mm. I think it's Mejia again, um, stepping up to one twenty six. This is a good one, Rhett. We got That's a big one. We got Brock Carey, number one in the state from Fred T. Ford. This against is number two from Langs, uh, from West uh, Lincoln, yeah. Langston Hoffman, who has a win over uh, Jordan Slossman, who actually beat Brock Carey in the state finals last year. He also lost to him. They kind of traded wins there. So that one, I think, is my most excited one for the region, man. What do you think? For sure. Um, I mean, I'm excited down here for 220, though. Yeah, I know yeah. we're bouncing down a little oh, bit yeah, really yeah. fast, but uh, Jerron Greer from Ash and Cole Clark from Newton Conover, both runner-ups. They're going to meet here in this region. Um, that's true, man. Two runner-ups meeting. That's that's tough. I think two twenty takes the. I think two twenty takes the. Uh, See the weight class of the two A West region. Um, there's a lot of people though. Speaking of the big boys, um. People are talking about this heavyweight two-way race. They wanna, they wanna talk about Dylan Smith from Ford, who's undefeated. We talked about him in the whiteboard war. 
Alex Rowland, who got fourth last year. And then you talk about him a lot. You like this kid a lot. I do too. Ryan Walker, New Conover, yep. UNC Pembroke commit. It's kind of gone under the radar. I think there's one more too. I think we could even throw in the uh, Pisgah's heavyweight. Yeah, he's great. He's really good too. I think we could even throw him um, in there. Um, but so this weight is pretty loaded as well. I think the most like toss up weight in the most toss up weight in this in this region is going to be 285 here for 2A West. Yeah. Um, like you said, with Ryan Walker, UNCP commit, state champ, Alex Rowland, um, Dylan Smith from Ford. Smith's been looking great here recently. Um, and then, you know, like I said, Pisgah's heavyweight. He's he's solid. Um, I think I think Ryan's a, a level above, though. Yeah, I think I he's on the talk, next level. We were kind of talking about an off air about this topic a little yeah. bit, and you you were like, man, I think Walker's just kind of cut above, and I, I don't agree with you there. I think he's just kind of a, a different level. I think so. Um, another weight there, though, I'm interested in is 45 with Zach Lewis, state champ. Mm-hmm. Um, and Xander Hill, the freshman that beat Eli Foster in the area of the year. I had someone email me about him and saying, like, this is uh, this guy's legit. This it wasn't a fluke. Yes, this is really, really is good. Kid. What, saying. To what he's doing. So I think Lewis is kind of a cut above, kind of like we we're saying yeah. with Walker, but I'm excited to see Xander Hill against him. Just kind of mark him against the best there. I'm gonna take uh, I'm definitely gonna take Lewis on that one. Yeah, for I sure. think yeah. I think strength of schedule and just everyone he's wrestled this year is gonna come out on top there. Um, moving on to the Midwest here. Uh, this is a big one here for, for 113. We're just going to jump straight into that with Eli Thomas from Forbrush, um, former runner-up, took third, and then taking on with uh, Grant Haney from, from Cata, mm-hmm. um, who I think a lot of people are sleeping on. I know I know you always bring Cata up. Yeah. Um, I don't think that – I don't think they touch Ford. I mean, if we're, if we're really going to talk about it, I, I don't think that they touch Ford at all. But uh, they're going to be solid. Haney is a big, um, big part of K and Cata and what's the Cata Ford dynamic look like? Yeah. Because Ford has come on strong with some of their young guns with Mejia and Clark um, and Dylan Smith kind of inserting themselves into the title contention as a yeah. tournament. And so Haney's kind of done the same for himself at 113. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I still say Kat is in that because they got Haney and Ross, the both Ross brothers, and Monteperto and uh, a kid I'm going to talk about in a second, Logan Fight. And, let's say we need to watch out for him because yeah. he's, yeah, I think he's a sleeper. Yeah, Logan Fight hasn't had the chance to wrestle any of the top guys yet. Yeah. Um, but we both know, we've heard about him from a couple people. He's a kid to watch. He's he had a great NHSCAs. Um, so he's at 138. He's got Jacob Cox in his weight. He's got Ian Murray in his weight. Um, but he's there. But um, kind of right in the thick of things with their big guns. They kind of yeah. they kind of got that. Uh, we got a bunch of title contenders. Let's let the points yeah. point scores go. Uh, I think uh, what I think a way to watch here is uh, 132. Probably the best matchup. I don't know. There's, there's a couple. This the, the Midwest, 160. The Midwest, I think 160 yeah. is, is pretty solid. Yeah. The Midwest the Midwest region is is pretty fun. This two A right now. You got 132. You got number three Jordan Slossman, who was a state champ last year, versus number one Hunter Ross. We're just talking about. He's got third, fifth, second, looking pretty good. Always has. Looking to wrap up his career. Yeah, with try a, to get his career top of the podium. 
Uh, we also, obviously, y'all, y'all know we have Kyle Montepertio at 120. He's got the number two ranked guy at his weight, but Montepertio is the next Montepertio topic. next topic. topic. And yeah. uh, always excited to watch Jeremiah Price. Yeah. I'm always excited to watch Jeremiah Price. So at 145, we'll see him. Uh, Aiden Hyatt from West Stanley kind of finishing out his senior year here, injured last year. So he's at 152, excited to kind of see yeah. him. Um, Kata at 160, you kind of pre- – Preface this a few minutes ago, kind of was saying we got Aiden Curry, state runner up, state champ from Akata versus Dalton Miller from Mount Pleasant, a runner up. I think that might be the best weight here. Um, in the fact of, I don't know who's going to take that. I think Aiden takes it. Um, I think, I think he does, but I think that's going to be a state finals match right there. Yeah, that I think so too. I mean, that's that's kind of a preview for a state final, I think. And I uh, was hoping we did that in season. We didn't. They yeah. duel each other, but it just didn't work out, I guess, for them to be at the both to be at the duel. So, uh, but that's a good matchup. I'm also liking two twenties. Number one, Stephen Campley from Surrey Central. He uh, was the one guy to push Landon Four last year. It was a seven six semifinal. Yeah, at the state tournament, it was close. And he's going to be wrestling uh, defending state champ Chase Creighton from Mount Pleasant, who he was a four seed coming out of the regionals last year and caught fire at the state tournament. So I'm kind of see, interested to see how that stacks up. Yep. Let's let's move to the Mid East for two A here, Rhett. Mid East is a pretty short one, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think it's I think it's three big names there. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thirteen, we're gonna have RJ Rain or RJ James from Reedsville. Yes, I want to um, see him and Clark wrestle the state tournament. Him and great. Clark from Ford. Yes. Ford. I, I would love to see that. that. 132, our boy. Um, Elijah Boy. The poster boy yeah, of NCHSA. I feel like I haven't got to talk about him as much yeah. lately just because the regional schedule hasn't allowed me to. But Elijah Boy, still a huge fan. Love how he wrestles on his feet. So yeah. slick. Uh, gets to those leg attacks. And he's got a motor. He'll go. Big so fan. I'm excited to see him. Uh, he's right in the thick of things at 126, 132. Um, we'll see what happens there. And we got uh, also David Makeupson from Trinity, who trains with Elijah Boy. So those three big names, just kind of watching that in the mid yeah. uh, mid east region. And then talking about the east region, we got a kid, Christian Zickfus from West uh, Brunswick. I know he was him and his coach were um, kind of a little uh, bumping up to three A here, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, bumping up to three A east here. Sorry, I'm, I'm just excited. I saw I'm excited. We just up we're the, ready to go. Bumping right. up to the 3A classification, Christian Zickfuss at 106. Yeah. Um, West Brunswick, I think right after we did the, t- the title contenders episode, his coach kind of tweeted out, like, oh, fire in the belly here. Thanks for kind yep. of rushing us off, just talking Seriously. about it for a second. So Use his motivation, you I think he's definitely state title contender, state title favorite maybe at this point with how his season's progressed. Yep. Um, so he's there at 106. Um, a D.H. Conley kid, we talked about their team, yep. now their individual, Ethan Lenzin, Lenzin, I probably butchered that, I'm sorry, my friend. Um, D.H. Conley, though, 120, looking good. Yeah. State title defense begins now for Mr. River Carroll at 170. The man. Yeah, yeah. I like the style. With his I love playing. watching him wrestle, yeah. But probably love the it. biggest matchup, Brett. For, for a 3A East, I think I know where you're going with us. Yeah. I think it's going to be from a, a team that they're on our radar. They have demanded that we pay attention. 
I remember at the beginning of the season, they said, watch for us. And we're just kind of like, oh, like everyone says that, you know, whatever. Undefeated team or dual team. 120, now 182. Number two, Troy Weaver took sixth um, versus Noah Atkinson from South Brunswick. Also a sixth place uh, finisher. I think that's the way to, of the region right there. Um, and it, it's going to be big. Uh, I'm excited to see that one. Um, now let's let's talk about the West here. Yeah. So, my boys. Yeah, your boys, the anchor crew. This, First, I, 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 we can't we can't skip last. No, we I, can't I, skip last. One thirteen from North Henderson. Um, you know, of course, big props to them. They came to Inca, um, beat us in the duel, and then they also won a conference championship. They're hosting um, regionals this coming up yeah, Tuesday. I'll be there. Um, it's going to be awesome. Of course, I'll be there, um, my Inca guys. And, uh, but, but he's got a big one. And then Wes Henderson mm-hmm. bringing in somebody, Damon Landreth. Um, Wes Henderson, a little rebuilding year. Yeah. Rebuilding uh, year. Not, Last not- year – Last, Last year was solid. They kind of lost their horses a little bit. Yeah. Um, back, though. I've, heard, I've heard some good Yeah, of course. Too. Coach Conley over there, he, he does great things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coach Smith helping back out yep, there. Coach Smith's back in the room. Um, we're big fans of that program. Of course, of course, North and West are, are rivals for us over at Inca. But, um, you know, that's a Western program does the right way. Conley's yeah. great coach. He does the right way. Two but uh, that are, it's kind of crazy. North and West are. 15 minutes apart. Yeah. If probably. I, yeah. And so two kids that are ranked number two and three in the state yep. at 3A classification. I think this is a big one apart. where seeding is going to be big. Yes, I agree. Seeding, seeding is. I can't, I can't say that enough. I'm I mean, gonna, I'm going to go ahead and make a pick in this. So I'll take Laz. He's kind of, they've I'm, wrestled a bunch of times. I'm taking Laz by either. Comfortably. I'm taking Laz by a major tech or a full. You'll take if, major tech fall. I'll go major. I think. I'll go major tech fall. I, I mean, He's, he's, I think, yeah, I'll, I'll take major or just under a major. Definitely a comfortable win. I'm going to take Laz over Damon, I would say, 13-1, 14-2. Man, you are putting it on. I don't know about that. I'm thinking like a seven. I, th- six, I think he puts it on him. Six to seven-point win. Eight Laz point looks maybe. good right now, man. Laz um, does look great. But then, of course, the Inca crew. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm talking about my boys talk a little bit. Guys. You know, um, I think the biggest sleeper here um, – in the in the three A West is going to be Bodie, you know. Um, he's he's a he's solid. You know, like I, I think he's going to end up. Yeah, I think he can win a few state titles. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe not this year. I think he's got to put it together. You know, I think we got two guys that that you know him Isaiah Morrison um, at one twenty six. I think he's gonna he's got a good shot of punching a ticket. Um, but you know, we've got a murder's row right there with Eli Foster at forty five. Um, he's going to have a big one with Trayvon. Yeah. Um, again, Trayvon, uh, Trayvon Hill from yeah. North Henderson, yeah. uh, you know, Trayvon's a freakish athlete. You know, we, we, I think we split some, I think we split with them last year and then we've got two victories over them this year. Um, I think Eli's really hitting his pace and finding his groove. Um, Grayson Harris, I think Grayson's, yeah, yeah, I, Grayson. man, Grayson, I, I love watching that kid Russell. Um, one of my favorite styles that I've ever seen, you know, I don't, I don't coach him a lot because, Younger guy, of course, you know, he's Mark Harris's son. Like, you know, he's a, you're not a younger guy, smaller guy. So he's on the other side of the room. Um, but I love watching him wrestle. You know, he's, he's slick from everywhere. Yeah. You know, um, moving up, we've got uh, Torres. You know, Torres – I think Torres won the state title this year. 
Yeah, I, th- I think I, you know, I think we're looking at Torres for MOW for this tournament. Okay, I think he comes out. Russell's great. He's the one that I, I really like Torres. Yep. I really, really like Torres and just how he looks and his style. So I'm excited to see him live and in person when I'm there on Tuesday. So. Yep. And we've got Arts, Luke Arts, mm-hmm. um, and then we've got uh, Colby Maxwell, returning state finalist. You know, he's been hungry. Um, ups and downs this year and he is he's dialed in ready to go you know he's been yeah. he's been in the room grinding um you know I, I think we got we got a big guy i think daniel gath our heavyweight i think he could sneak in um at 285 if one man yeah. goes 220 I think um, interested at 220 because i think so I, I may change it i'm gonna say it's a three it's a three horse race between um, Tristan, Grayson Harris, and Tony Torres for MOW for this one. I know, I know, we didn't do MOW yeah. for other ones, but I'm very familiar with this. Um, with this region, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, Tristan's got the number two ranked kid, um, Elijah Kurt from North Iredale in his weight at regionals. Yeah, if he goes 220, which is what I think he will do. Um, and I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Tristan comfortably. We're obviously a little biased because he's a local kid about that, so. Um, yeah, feeling good about that. I'm really excited to see what Tony looks like here. Um, I'm also excited to just kind of check out the, the Inca Jets, the future 3A state runner-ups this year. Um, oh, being a runner-up to big words. boys down. Such big words. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a fun one. Um, but moving over to, mid, to, the, to the Mideast, um, I think this uh, – these are two big ones. I think the two biggest ones here are going to be 106 and 285. Yeah, bookends, um, right? Yeah. Smallest guys yeah, and the biggest Smallest guys, guys and, the, and the biggest guys. Um, I say they start their finals right there at 285 and get those out of, you know, out of the way pretty yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, but Ashton Neal from Southern Durham, um, you know, state qualifier. And then he's number two. Number three, Chris Watson, Eastern Alamance, it's another state qualifier. Um but I think the big one there is going to be the the heavyweights there. Zion McCreechan from Douglas Bird and uh, Garrett Crockett, number four there at, at heavy. Um, Mideast just there. It's a rebuilding region, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Not right. Right now. I mean, at least it could surprise us. Yeah. But down to the Midwest. The Midwest and where I think is is the of... I think the Midwest is the toughest region this year in three A. Yeah. It's. Um... It's pretty stacked, man. And I don't think we can argue it honestly. It's it's just based on who there's who they have returning in the region and then kind of just all the matchups we got going on. Um, so let's just kick it off. 106, we got three big names, Noah Cobble from Piedmont, Cooper Davis from Cox Mill, and Charleston Baglio from where at from where oh, you're gonna make me say it. Yeah, I am from the school down there in, mm-hmm. in- is it Central Cabarrus? Oh, is it Cabarrus? Yeah, Central Cabarrus. Yeah, you picked them, couldn't even say their name. Listen, that's okay. That Shout out Trip know. Rogers. He had to call you out on it. Um, hey, I just had to bring that up one more time. How about me? No, but Charles Baglio. big weight right there. I think he's the favorite yeah. in this weight. Um, Cooper Davis, though, is sneaky good. So, um, Baglio already went over Cobble earlier in the year, so I feel a, a very comfortable win. Yeah. So, uh, kind of favorite there, going to begin his state title campaign. Zipfus is going to have something to say about that and a couple other guys. 
Obviously, I I think he's going to perform really well at the state tournament to be able to do the things that he needs to do for the team. <laughs> now, I'm not 100% sure. Rankings on NC Matt have Jackson Baglio at 120. I've seen him wrestle 113 this year, so I'm really not 100% sure where he's going to be at. Uh, I think he's going to come back down to 113 for the state tournament. I'm not 100% sure. Um, Jake Cobble, too. Piedmont and um, Central Cabarrus, um have been kind of bumping their lives around just a little bit just to get with those kind of like we've talked about with Ford too. They had to fill in some holes. Yeah. But I think we'll have uh, Baglio down at 113 maybe and him and Jake Cobble kind of renewing that rivalry a little bit. I'll take Baglio. He kind of proved over last year he had a couple wins. Even though at state tournament they finished Cobble two, Baglio three, just the way it worked out. They both lost to Decatur, just having Baglio is on Decatur's yeah. side. Uh, but 120, if Baglio's there, number two. If if Baglio is at 120, that is the weight of the tournament. Yeah, for sure. Even without him, though, because if he's not there, that's what I think his teammate Noah Kaiser is. Yeah. Now, Kaiser hasn't wrestled in a while, so I'm a little concerned there because he is another state title contender. Yeah. So that, that is a little concerning at the state tournament. Um, I think we'll see Baglio at 13 and Kaiser at 20. Two, but that you're right, right? That that is the way to the tournament. You have two number two, Ethan Lopez from Southwest Guilford, and um, number three, Joey Bruciano from Southeast Guilford. So if I'm not mistaken, there's a very good chance that one of them doesn't even make it in. Yeah, it's gonna be a uh interesting deal here, right? Because there, there's gotta be some, I mean. It's you good. always have to account for one seed mess up in each. Yeah, practice. I mean, what if right that 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 one kid that has an undefeated record because they didn't wrestle anybody because yeah. their coaches well that's, the, that's are only the worried about their records and I okay, you should probably cut me off because yeah. I'm gonna go off on a big rant here. Yeah, so that's the um, hard part is that coaches get your kids better. Don't just let them go undefeated. Um, that you get like those two seeds. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel it. Those two seeds or three seeds that kind of have that bolstered record a little bit. And the four five matchup always be, always ends up being really, really good. Yeah. Or the three, six matchup. Yep. And then you have, if the, if like the four seed kind of has like a bolster record or whatever. Yeah. And so then you have the kid who loses in the quarters, but they wrestle back yep. in those next couple matches and they beat the kid that was in the set made the semis because of his path. We're not going to have that this year. It's going to it's going to be interesting. Um, but the next weight, this is one we talked about at length a couple episodes ago. Marcus Jackson versus Trip Collins, maybe the best matchup of any weight of any classification. We got two state champs who said, "I don't care. I put my ring on the line and wrestle another state champ." Yep. Now we watched the match, right? And I kind of we didn't do a breakdown on it as far as putting it out video, but we, he and I talked back and forth about it a couple times. I'm still gonna pick Jackson going forward. He's picking Collins, just like we did last time, just because of that one match. Now we did talk, we and we both agree in order to win that match, Jackson's gonna have to figure out how to get past Trip Collins. Gotta find some offense. Yeah, the head hands defense of Collins stifled Jackson. And he kind of really controlled the ties, um, pushed him around, kind of had him near the edge a bunch of times. Um, yeah, so if Jackson wants to win that match, he's going to have to figure out how to wrestle on those ties and yeah. create angles and score leg attacks. I, I personally think he can do it. I'm going to continue to pick you. 
I, I'm all all in on Cecil Cabarrus. Mm. So, Mm-mm-mm. and then we got um, one thirty-two Stephen Cotton from Southern Guilford, uh, and Connor Goodman from J.M. Robinson. Connor Goodman's dad, I think, is the guy that's been uh, doing the North Carolina live streams on Facebook. Right. He's an unsung hero, man, putting up some awesome content. You guys haven't found that on on Facebook. You need to North Carolina live streams i think is the name of it but it's been pretty awesome but shout out to connor for having an awesome dad and <laughs> and being number three in the state you know wrestling yeah. cotton there um and to see who can move on to kind of challenge will lewis from uh, western harnett uh masterson luke masterson central Cabarrus, um gonna be wrestling cody locklear from piedmont uh, masterson kind of dominated that match earlier this year i don't see that changing the one challenger for our, our your boy Tony Torres or Oren Bose gonna be wrestling 160 here, kind of dropping from 170 throughout the year. Yeah. Um Joe Z from Weddington at 182 is someone to watch. And I think this is a massive, massive, massive hey, you know bracket noticed? here at the big boys. The big boys are getting some good matches in the regional tournaments. Yeah. A lot of them are a lot of the top ranked guys end up being in the same regionals this year for, for our bigger guys. Kick it off though, Red. This was a good one. Number two, Cody Hardy. From Parkwood versus Jameer Ferrier from Southern Guilford. Hopefully, I didn't butcher that. Um, man, that's solid. I've got to take uh, Jameer there. He he's an animal. I mean, he's a complete monster. And uh, you know, I think that's. I know they're ranked one and two, but I think that's a state finals match. If we see Tristan stay at two twenty, yeah, if we say Tristan two twenty, this is a state yeah. finals preview. Cody Hardy, I saw in his. Uh, I think it was his Instagram. It was Twitter that he was visiting Navy football earlier uh, this week or last week. So that's that's pretty cool. That shows you that he's yeah. not just a good wrestler, pretty good athlete there. Yeah, both that matchup's gonna be pretty both awesome. Both those guys. Um, I think I think I leave lean towards Jameer because of who his club coach is, uh, NCAA runner-up Justin Hardy. Um, Chapel Hill zone. Yeah, but I Hardy, I think, is one of the most slept-on wrestlers in our entire state. You mean so, Ferrier? No, I think Cody Hardy oh, is. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, I think Hardy... I, sw- I, I messed up and no, yeah, no, thought of no, Justin no, Hardy there. No, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, yeah, Cody Hardy... He is slept-on, man. It, 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 he's an animal. Like, he really is. They're yeah. both... That is one that... Um, that I would love to see. And like I said, if Tristan stays at 220, yeah, I think that's our state finals right there. Um, so um, speaking of C, if you guys film these matches, please, 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 please send them, send them to us. Because there's please. no way we'll get out to the East. Yeah. Mid, there's mid no East way. And it's so big this Midwest, year for regionals yeah. and for state. Um, them, we them. depend on you guys right now for this. That one, I'm going to be coaching Tuesday. Two, yeah, um, you know, two, it, it's on Tuesday, you know, and that's tough for, for, for you to travel, yeah, um, yeah. to get to a lot of different regions. And so there's a lot of big matches across the state. Um, this regionals, you know, or this regional tournament coming up. Um, if you get a video of it and uh, you want to send it in, please send it in. We'd love to be able to watch it. All right, Red, let's finish strong and hit our four egg kids. Let's do it. All right, man, we'll start out east. We got uh, 106. Kind of dominated by Jack Dillon of Ashley. Yeah, I'll see that change anytime soon. He's number two ranked in the state right now. Uh, 120 got some little weight of the tournament firepower here. Yeah. I like this. So, 
we got number one defending state champ from Laney, Mark Samuel, but yep. working with that Boomer Boyd and Alan Waters. Yep, down to innovate. Look, looking good. I'm ready to see. It's been a while since we've been able to see Mark Samuel against some really top competition here, so I'm ready. Um, but at his weight is number three, Frank Bianco uh, from Rose, Roseville, and he's a freshman. So being ranked number three at 120 as a freshman, pretty impressive. In 4A. In yeah. 4A. And then number four, Kel Berkowitz from Heritage was fifth last year as a freshman and just a sophomore this year. So all three of those guys at the same weight, looking good. Um, I think that number six, Alex Hopper from New Bern, and number five, Ben Lamps from Lake Forest at 160. Is going to be a pretty good little yeah. scrap. And then some kind of weight change news here that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, Devin Bell coming down from 182 to 170. And Holden Cypher coming down from 195 to 182. Now, I understand why both of you guys did that. I was kind of hoping Cypher would stay 195 so we could get kind of him. Us being selfish. Yeah, him versus Tate versus Floyd. I was really looking forward to that. Not going to happen. He's back down at 182. Yeah. And then I was hoping when I saw that he came down to 82 that Devin Bell would stay, but Devin yeah. Bell coming down to 170. Um, so a uh, little Mid-East action, mid action coming up next. Um, yeah. Just a couple guys to kind of keep an eye on. We got Luke Koomp, uh from Cardinal Gibbons. Now, he's ranked number two in the state right now behind Grant Fangerman, which is the right call because they wrestled in the semifinals last year. That's their last head-to-head. But they wrestled a bunch of times last year, and I think that Luke won the majority of those matchups. I have to go back and double check. I think Brant's on. We're kind of getting late right now, um, so I'm losing my brain about <laughs> losing my brain a little bit about if I'm 100 accurate yeah. on that. But I think Luke won one the majority of the, the, the matches last year um, and killed that semifinal. So that's kind of heartbreaking for him. But that would be an interesting to watch this state yeah. tournament. Uh, and then you got your boy at 160, Joe Locke, mm-hmm. Jack Britt. Um, Matt, I think he runs away with this region and, um, he, he's a, he's a top one for a state title this year. You know, it's, I'm excited to see what he does. Um, I think this next one though, is the, the two or so for us, I would say 220 is going to be the, the way to that way to that region. Uh, number three, Josh George from Southview, um, took third last year going into number two from apex, Noah Williams, um, took fourth last year. That's going to be a big one right there. That's going to be a big one leading into the state tournament to see um, how those guys are, are stacking up. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, Noah Williams being number two guy. Josh Storrs, number three. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting. Now, uh, Josh Storrs has been playing a lot of sports, so I'm not 100% sure if he's been able to completely focus on wrestling or not. So we'll see where I go. At heavyweight in that region, a team we haven't talked about most of the time all year. Um, kind of flying under the radar this year is North Carolina legendary program here. Yeah. And Rylan Van will be there. Um, a heavyweight legendary program yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Look back there, at Palma coming from Terry. Um, he's a state title favorite. Definitely one to watch because he's exciting at that those upper weights. But yeah. definitely keep an eye on Kerry. I think they'll surprise some people more than um, they've been letting on this year. For sure. So let's move to the Midwest Rhett, where 106 is the weight. 106 is the weight to watch, man. You got number three, number four, number five, and number six, all yeah. in the region. 
Like you were mentioning earlier, hopefully these don't end up being quarter matches. Yeah. Straight up. Like, that will just suck. Because um, we got Riley Logan from yeah, Glenn. Yeah, sucks. Um, number three, Riley Logan from Glenn. Number four, Joseph Burns from West Forsyth. Number five, Brad Yoakum from Ragsdale. Number six, Kyle Pruden from Northwest Guilford. And I, I and speaking like, hope we're hoping these are quarterbacks. I know that the kids don't really care. I know the coaches like whatever. Got to beat the best to be the best. Yeah. But as a fan and a media member, I want the best kids at the state tournament that we can yeah. have, and I want all those kids to get that opportunity. So hopefully these are all the one, two, three, four seeds. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be the way to I think, watch. So normally I think I think you would say like it doesn't matter, but like. It does. It does this it year. Does it does this year so. because lose you lose your first two rounds, you're done. You're out. Gone by. Season's done. Yep. So it's tough. But uh popping up to 113, Matthew Rowland from Pinecrest versus number three, uh, you know, number three, Eli Pendergrass, Northwest Guilford, who is that's a team that's making a lot of noise saying yeah. that they're the best team in the state. Yeah. They're wanting to, they're wanting to hop on to the next edition of whiteboard. They wars. were Joplin was um, like, Hey, how about Northwest Guilford on there? Yeah. So, yeah. And we can't trip. forget about Joplin. You or, know. Yeah. So animals, but, but I am interested in this one thirteen match with Roland and uh, Pendergrass. Yeah. See Pendergrass kind of come on. He wasn't someone I kind of had on my radar as a freshman, but yeah. it's proven I should have done. Uh, and then 145, got kind of a little trio there with Jacob Woodburn and Riley Edwards and Torrey Moore. Congratulations, Torrey. I saw that you committed to Queens University. So, yes. Bob Tate. Yeah. Um, Staying in the state. Big things. Man, uh, Torrey, I saw him at the Gauntlet Wrestling Productions event. Um, he wrestled with Joe Seeley there. Um, not his ideal performance, I don't yeah. think. But bigger story was really really respectful nice kid yeah i honestly don't have any i couldn't say enough you got a great one queens so yeah rob tate you got a great one great wrestler better kid for sure yeah um and then speaking of the guy he wrestled that got a wrestling production 152 152 best freshman lately Um, the best freshman in the state best freshman in the state we're gonna see how best wrestler in the state some people say if you're nc matt um you're saying pound for pound wrestler in the state could be true. I don't no. know. That's that's up for them to decide on their website. But I think we can talk about that after the state yeah, tournament for sure. And uh, I want to see how dominant. Yeah, I want right to see. A, we're talking about Joe. Seeley, yeah, we're talking right? about Joe Seeley. Um, to really weigh in on that and give an honest answer, I want to see how dominant he is in yes. the state tournament. Yeah, I agree. Man, because if he squeaks by, I'm, I'm not saying he's pound two. for pound. One, eight, four a, three a, two yeah. a. I mean, I want to be. A, I yeah. want to see them all at the same time. Yeah, back in the Coliseum. Ah, frustrating. Oh, well. Yeah. Back to 182. <laughs> yeah, so this is a good one. We got number three, Jack Jarvis from Davie County. Yep. And number four. With this school Quinos. we haven't got to talk yeah, about a lot. My, yeah, Davie yeah. County has a great program. And number four, Michael Quinos from East Forsyth. Yeah. So that's going to be a good matchup in that Midwest region. So then you got Outlast rounding us out. This, this is our last region here. 106, the one guy is kind of standing out at 106 right now. Freshman Cam Stinson from Mallard Creek. He's been yeah. putting it on people, looking great. Um, and then 132, we got number three, Greg Merriman, who was fourth at 106 last year against Tobias Finn, who's number five ranked kid in the states, former state placer. He's out of McDowell. I am a little concerned about Merriman, the fact that he hasn't wrestled lately. I think he's got maybe a little bit of an injury bug. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But, um, so any kind of guy that's kind of not had a lot of matches coming to regionals, it definitely uh, just kind of 
something we want to watch. But sure. I think he definitely is a he's a title contender um, as far as the region goes, and then in the thick of things. But that is James Joplin's kind of weight right now. I'm going to say 138 and 4A West is that regional finals could be the match of the entire Think so. state, everything of regional state, everything. If that actually happens between trainer and freeze rematch of the state finals, mm-hmm. of course I'm taking trainer. Oh, yeah. um, Tra- that's big. Like that's yeah. a big one right there, man. Yeah, um, I would agree. I yeah. would agree. I think, I think it's, probably the match of the tournament as far as credential wise. Yeah. Um I, I I like the matchup just as for, far as like a media we can hype it up a little bit. Yeah. It's a fun to re, uh, rematch the state finals. Um you know and we'll see if Freeze has been able to close that gap. You know, trainer stuck him last time. Um and so it's one of those things that uh that's that's something that sticks in your you know that stays in your mind. Yeah, and so sure. I don't think anyone touches trainer. I personally think trainer's pound for pound right now. Um, I think he's especially yeah. the top senior in the state to me. I know I said that on the whiteboard wars. Um, sorry, sorry, Landon. I know that I'm, you know you're not my biggest fan right now. Yeah. But we're gonna pop down to 160. Um, Luke Gooden from Mooresville uh, versus and Justin Sanders from Huff. Um, that's gonna be a big one. You know, we're gonna see they just wrestled a few. Not too long ago. Yes. Not so, it's so recent. Let's go now. Um, you know, big props to those two programs for for knowing they're in the same region, knowing they're about to see each other again soon and still going down and taking the challenge. Um, and then to, to uh, end us out here, 195, Carson Floyd, who is an absolute beast. Buzz He's ball. a hammer. Um you know, I, I think it's his weight. I think 195 and 4A is his weight. Um, I don't think anybody touches him, but he's got Chris Dickey from e, from East Mac and um and and, defending and, state champ and, Caleb Tate. And defending state champ Caleb Tate. I stand by what I said though. Carson Floyd, I think he's gonna re- win that I think, region. I think he's gonna dominate. I really want to see the Tate uh Floyd match, but I think he went yeah. very comfortably. That's it, guys. That's it. Man, I'm excited. Long I'm excited for the team race in 4A West, though, with Mooresville, Lake Norman, um, and Huff. But that's it. We ran through all the reasons yeah. for that. Uh, I'm excited. We meant try to mention some guys that, you know, maybe you're not thinking about a little bit. Maybe you, uh, just the regions that got some clusters of really top-ranked yeah. guys that we don't talk about that aren't maybe on the, some of the top teams right now. Yep. I'm excited. Here we are. going to be Tuesday coming at you with the regionals. Please, if you were at a regional and you don't see Rat or I will both be at 3A West, I might be able to make it over to 2A West. If you see us, come come say what's up. Say hey. Yeah. Um, Tell us you hate the show. Tell us you love the show. uh, Yes. Come tell us. (laughs) Say hey. Yeah. Talk wrestling with us. Um, If you're at one of the other regionals, 2A East, if you're 3A East, Mid East, whatever, and something big happens, Send us a message. Email us at carolinetakedowntalk at gmail.com. Tag us. Tag us on Instagram and Twitter, yeah. uh, Facebook, whatever. Let us know what's going on so we can keep up with yeah. what's going on. Uh, send anything to me, um, Rye, the NC Wrestling Guy, or Rye Asks FRL on Twitter. Any yeah. of those things. Keep us updated because we're not going to be able to all the, be able to be at all the regions. I'll be on track simultaneously while I'm paying attention to the wrestling. Yeah. Uh, 
3A less. I might be able to make it down to 2A. I don't know. Um, but that's it, guys. Make sure Thank you like, Tuesday. follow, subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. It's really awesome. We sat here and uploaded the Whiteboard Wars, and I was able to show Ryan that uh, whenever you hit that bell, it does literally give you just a notification that a new video is dropping. Um, don't miss a video. Make sure you go check out Village Recruiting Coaching. Check out Tanner Sewell. Um, big thanks to, to Frank Smithwick. If you want to be a sponsor, you might be mentioning the videos. Send us an email. Send us a DM. Um, hey, good luck. Good luck Tuesday. It's all you, everybody, um, guys and girls wrestling the regionals. Um, leave your heart out there. You know, this is, this is one of those years that um, every year regionals is massive, but uh, wrestle every match this year like it's your last yeah. because you don't get to wrestle back those first two rounds. Um, so take care of business. Good luck and uh, put on a show. Yeah. We're out. North Carolina, let's boogie. Yep. Let's boogie. Thanks for listening to Carolina Takedown Talk with Ryan Mitchell and Rhett Hoy, presented by Carolina's Matt News.